Trigger warning, the Resilience Project provides an open space for people to share their personal experiences. Some content in this podcast may include topics that you may find difficult. The listener's discretion is advised. Hello, friends. Welcome to Radical Resilience, a weekly show where I, Blair Kaplan Venables, have inspirational conversations with people who have survived life's most challenging times. We all have the ability to be resilient and bounce forward from a difficult experience. And these conversations prove just that. Get ready to dive into these life-changing moments while strengthening your resilience muscle and getting raw and real. Welcome back to another episode of Radical Resilience. It's me, Blair Kaplan Venables, with my griefy gals co-host, <laughs> Alana. But today we're not necessarily talking about grief, although what we talk about kind of has to do with grief. Um, but today we're going to talk about the doctor, you know, the doctor, Dr. Google. <laughs> the infamous doctor, most yeah. well-known doctor in the world. Dr. Google is I would say a fraud and a hypochondriac and potentially misleading. Um, And it's funny because I recently saw a meme (laughs) that was really funny and I shared it. And it was like, according to Google, I've been dead since 2016. (laughs) It's really funny because how often is it that like you have a symptom or someone you know is sick and you go to Google and you start Googling and then you go down this vortex and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I have the plague. I'm going to lose my leg. <laughs> like I need to drink, you know, all these special potions. <sighs> and, um, you know, like Alana and I have been taking terms battling various health issues. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's funny because when I, you know, I'll say something to Alana and she'll be like, you're Googling. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, uh, I I do the same to her. I'm like, stop Googling. And so if you are a victim of Dr. Google, if you are a patient of Dr. Google, if you are a victim to Vortex Googling, this episode is for you. Dr. Google has been a pain in the side of my body. No, that's not the statement. Did you, did you, did you learn that from Dr. Google that the pain in the side of your body? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you heard to say pain in the neck? Is that the statement? Yeah. Like, well, or, you know what I was trying to say is like thorn in my side. What's the statement? Yeah. Um, for, I want to say about a decade and I'm wondering Blair, like this could be interesting. Um, I wonder if we can share our biggest Dr. Google spirals. I'm sure you have a few more than me, but yeah, like I think you should start while I think about actually, yeah, I don't I know. I, I think you need to start because I have to think okay. about what I what I wanted to share. Okay. Um, this is when I knew I needed to stop Dr. Googling. Um, I remember it so well. So it was 2016 or 2017, but I, one of the two, and I just found out someone I knew very, like as an acquaintance had passed away. They were young. I didn't know the cause at the time of their death. So my immediate spiral is, oh my God, it was an aneurysm. 
oh my God, it was a blood clot. I'm going to get a blood clot. And at that time I had just switched birth control pills and that is a side effect. And I remember being in, in my bed with a sore leg, Googling sore leg birth control and spiraling at 10 30 PM symptoms of aneurysm symptoms of blood clot kept my leg elevated I don't know why oh my god (laughs) and I actually I think I had texted a couple of friends who are doctors who were like Alana you need to stop and I think I had set my alarm a couple times that night because I didn't want to die and so if I woke up to the alarm I knew I wasn't going to die And that was when I was like, okay, Alana, if Dr. Google is going to happen in your life, which it shouldn't, it's going to happen in daylight Um, because nighttime is a time where for lots of folks, anxiety tends to spiral more so than the day you're tired, you're not really having any distractions. And so of course that's when things spike. Um, So that was my biggest spiral and I'm curious Blair if you have thought of something or first of all that's yeah I can see you doing that I don't have like a biggest one but I can go through some times that I've definitely doctor googled like even going back to when I learned I was pregnant I didn't even think about miscarriage Mm -hmm. um and when people kept talking to me about it and I started spotting I was googling and like I was having a miscarriage um that was something that was like pretty hard but I'm glad that the information was there but um like I'm currently like I live with Sylvester who is my ovarian cyst um a couple Mm -hmm. months ago like this summer I learned that I have a four and a half centimeter cyst on my left ovary and I you know don't really feel awesome and um obviously I was doing some, some searching and Alana was also searching and sending me TikToks about people (laughs) who, who have had these cysts grow to be like the size of bowling balls. But yeah, like I benign, benign cysts. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like we both went down a spiral there, but, um, you know, I was doing a lot of research, like about, is it cancer? Like, obviously like my aunt, our aunt died of ovarian cancer in her fifties. My mom just died of pancreatic cancer in her sixties. So like immediately my mind went to Holy fuck, I hope it's not cancer. And like, I started doing all this research and like trying to figure out like how big's my ovary versus how big is this cyst? And like the ovaries is kind of like an almond and the cyst is kind of like a golf ball. And I was like Googling how fast, how fast do cysts grow? When does, how fast do they shrink? How often, like how, you know, what's normal, what should, what size get removed. And so I did a lot of Googling around that. And in fact, like right after I learned I had that, I came to Winnipeg and um, Alana, <laughs> Alana would be like, don't Google across the house. It was funny. Um, and I can tell you what, what is currently in my like Google sphere. And it starts because I'm on TikTok. It starts because I'm on Instagram and I, I watch reels and I send them to my sister all the time. So like growing up, I wasn't really diagnosed with anything. But I can tell you that like anxiety and depression are like quite, you know, present now and probably as a kid, but I believe I am undiagnosed um, with dyslexia and with ADHD. And so every so often. For when I, sure. Yeah. But did you Google it? Because mm. you're a therapist. <laughs> 
a little bit of a a little bit of b a little bit of experience with you (laughs) so it's so bad because like a tiktok or a reel will come up about like adhd or dyslexia and then i watch it and then i start going down like a spiral of like those videos from that account that usually talks about those topics. And then I switch over to Google to do a self-diagnostic, <laughs> self-diagnosing test. And so I'm like, and the, to, and I'm not even going to lie. Like today I watched a video about like how people lose weight on ADHD medicine. And I'm like, Hmm, I might get medicated, be more functional and lose weight. <laughs> how do I get medicated? But I mean, obviously like, that's not why I would go on medication, but then I started Googling even today um, SSRIs and ADHD medication and how they interact. And like, I don't, I'm not even diagnosed. Like, I mean, uh, Alana, like Dr. Alana. I'm not actually a doctor. I can't diagnose. She's not a doctor. That's just a little off. But Dr. Google (laughs) has told me I have ADHD and that I'm Mm -hmm. dyslexic. And so, you know, I do probably need support in both those areas. And like, that's something that I'm frequently looking up because I'm looking for ways to manage my ADHD. And because of Dr. Google, I now listen to specific music when I work and I'm trying different techniques that I'm learning online for ADHD, like, um, and dyslexia. Like I, I, yeah, I've written books and I love reading, but I'm a slow reader. Um, and as soon as Alana introduced to me the concept of audiobooks years ago, like I, I've listened, I've read more books with my ears than my eyes in like a year. Like I just, I'm digesting all this content. And I'm like, wow, my life would have been so different if I would have mm-hmm. had this diagnosis when I was a kid, because like math, not my strong suit, but I don't think it's because I'm not smart. It's because I'm dyslexic. Like I have trouble with numbers. So I tell people I'm self-diagnosed dyslexic, but really it's Dr. Google who diagnosed me. Yeah. Dr. Google. Well, it's interesting because like there's things like we look up for ourselves and then things we look up for other people. And so, oh my God, you wait. Okay. Finish bo- bo- okay. <laughs> Blair looked like she really had to say something where and it's, it's just a really like fascinating experience because you're always wanting to look for the best outcome or I am. And this makes me think of when our mom was really sick. Um, it looks like that's where Blair was going with it. And me, yes, or whatever. <laughs> that was more, our, both of our parents were palliative that like, we don't even know which one is which, but with mom. Oh yeah, you're right. That was dad. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard when you lose two parents in a year. Um, when mom was really sick, I was too scared to Google because I was oh like, yeah, if, you did I not. Like, I did not Google it. I was like, if I Google it, then it's gonna like, not that like it was an intrusive thought. Like if I Google it, it will come true. I just didn't want to know. I was very much in a place where I was like, nope, she's gonna be okay. I was in this denial. Whereas Blair, I think, was googling the whole time and well, knew- I did lots of googling, but just enough. Mm-hmm. where I had the insight of what my gut told me and what I saw about what was going to happen. Yeah. When mom was first. So like when mom was going through her tests of like ultrasounds, I was still Googling at that point. And I didn't I know like, she was sick. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it's fine. It's probably this or whatever. i um, looking for the best outcome. But then once she got diagnosed with 
with cancer, I stopped. I was like, nope, don't want to know. And then she was hospitalized. I'm like, nope, don't want to know. And so I, but when she did die, I then paid a visit to Dr. Google retroactively. Yeah. But it's, it's <laughs> interesting because the whole time I was like telling Alana what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, then mom died. And I was like, see, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, for yeah. the next six months. Yeah. Um, so that like, it, yeah. So with our dad so we learned that there's this what is a palate what was it called the palliative performance no maybe it's the it's called the pps okay a lot of you google it while i tell the story so there's this thing called the pps and the, um the acronym definition is to be determined in a moment and we learned about this like at our father's end of life like in the last week and we learned about this because someone used it and we're like what is this why has no one talked about this because like we've gone through a lot of death in our family and um so it's it's called the palliative performance scale and what it is is that there's different levels in it you can google it dr google is open for business and um there's different stages in like the decline of like health like leading up to death and the doctors were like explaining on like when like when he's at a certain level in the pps is when it's like you have 24 hours and like when he's gonna die and so like aladdin and i all immediately were like what's this pps and we went down this like google vortex reading every article there was and what each level the symptoms are and our father kept like hovering between different levels because like we were trying to gauge like do we go home tonight is he going to die in a few hours like it was a very our father's end of life was like traumatic and beautiful that's like all I can say like it was like there was very very hilarious beautiful moments and like it it was was a lot it was a lot it was very stressful because he kept almost dying and then waking up and like it was very intense but but he kept kind of hovering between like the last level like the pre-death and like the not pre-death but we yeah we google I got it I can't speak for Lana but like I googled a lot and I feel like I read every article about the PPS and different levels and comparing charts from different organizations and asking different nurses um but yeah like doc like I I'm grateful for that because I wouldn't have known anything and you know the medical system like the nurses where our dad was was the nurses were so stretched thin like the doctors and nurses were phenomenal and they provided us all the information we needed and like sat with us. Like I, f- I found the care amazing, but I wanted to know more and I didn't want to take away from the patients who needed the medical professionals. So I used the internet to learn more about the PPS. Mm-hmm. So. Dr. Google isn't always bad when used in appropriate parameters and at appropriate times. Um, it is true. Blair had read every single article about the PPS scale. Mm-hmm. And I remember the call when they're like, yeah, we're, we're putting it down to a 20. And that's when like we rushed to the hospital. I remember that day. So, that was on our mom's Hebrew memorial. <laughs> yeah. Her year at site, of course. Yeah. But classic. classic. So yeah. Uh, like I am not a doctor. Google is definitely not a doctor. I think what my conclusion is with Google is that you can find any answer that you're looking for on Google. If you want a positive outcome, you want a negative outcome, like you're really worried. I think all the information is there. 
But really, when it comes to certain things, you need to seek professional advice and that you shouldn't be using Google as a diagnostics tool. Um, but it is a great place for information. And also, it's a great place to get the information you need to present to a doctor. Mm -hmm. And if you are someone who lives with anxiety, I would encourage you not to visit Dr. Google, especially if you have health anxiety. Um, if you are going to visit it, give yourself, this is my little therapist moment, give yourself like a time frame. Okay. I will allow myself like to set your Google, timer. Yeah. Like from six to six fifteen every day, I can Google whatever I want about myself, but then at that time you need to stop. And if you find that that's lingering on too long, just don't do it. Okay. Alana, tell mm -hmm. me the truth. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you Dr. Googled? Great question. Um, Oh, when I went to urgent care a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. You want to walk people through this situation? <laughs> yeah. Basically, I passed out <laughs> in a nail salon. Um, <laughs> it's not I'm funny, sorry. but like. It's funny. It's not funny. Um, so essentially, I was getting my nails done. Started yawning a lot. Yawning usually is my like little prodrome or preamble to a migraine. So I was like, okay, probably going to get a migraine whatever but then all of a sudden I got so lightheaded and I was like oh I'm gonna pass out and so I said to the nail technician uh please only do two layers instead of three to be honest not worth it I should have gone for the third layer I mean um, did you pass out anyways like just here's my yeah, hand let me have yeah. a little nap <laughs> yeah so then I put my head down and passed out for probably about five seconds not a long time and then I called Blair and drove which I probably should not have done um and got home and then all of a sudden had a little squiggly aura in my eye which I've never had before and that lasted 15 minutes and I got really dizzy and I was like hmm should I be sleeping alone tonight what should I do so you went um, to google <laughs> so I went to google couldn't really figure it out tried to call like the the Winnipeg health links line it was busy because healthcare is so stretched right now. I call a family member who tends to lean also on more of the side of caution. And they recommended I go to urgent care. So <laughs> that was the last time I Googled. Uh, no one can find out anything that's wrong with me. So yeah. So like Dr. Google didn't know any more than like the real doctors. <laughs> yeah. So that was the last time I Dr. Googled. When was the last time you Dr. Googled? Like fucking half an hour ago. <laughs> I was sending <laughs> you reels about ADHD. <laughs> oh. And then I went. Oh, I, I thought, it, I thought, sorry, Blair's also dealing with ear stuff right now. So. I oh yeah. I've been good. Okay. Yeah. I've had ear infection. I've had like an ear <laughs> infection in both my ears over the last like three weeks while traveling it's been super fun and um yeah I've been googling but not like I first googled like so I googled how to get rid of an ear infection like home remedies and like the like I got rid of it in my right ear with home remedies like with like steam and salt gar salt water gurgles and like whatnot um but I wasn't like googling to diagnose I was like oh fuck what do I do because I was traveling and I didn't have antibiotics and then I Googled the metaphysical spiritual reason I get ear infections. 
because I often now do that. I'm like, what is like, yes, your- that is totally what you do now. Yeah. Like what is the spiritual reason I got ear infections? I I don't even remember the answers. Like, uh, I don't know, like I'm, maybe I'm not listening to my truth, but like, that's not true. (laughs) So I disagreed. Um, and then I was, yeah. And so now I have antibiotics. I'm on day two of them. And like, I, I can't hear out of my left ear. So I've just kind of been Googling like the proper way to steam, like the proper way to like steam my ear. So I've been like spending the day, like with my head over like a bowl of boiling water under a towel, like trying to like loosen whatever's going on. So yeah, I've been on Google, Dr. Google a lot, but it's not to diagnose. It's like, I'm trying to speed up. Like I can't hear out of like my left, the left side of my head is like, yeah, bunk, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a good place for us to wrap this conversation. I just, you know, there's nothing wrong with Googling what's going on in your body and whatnot, but I think like you can't just rely on what you see on the internet. You know, there are professionals out there who help you, not just with medical stuff, but like even everything. There's professionals. Alan is a therapist for a reason. I'm a marketing expert for a reason. And, you know, I think it's it's good to have knowledge and gather, you know, information but it's always best to go to a professional, especially if it has a medical, you know, ailment. And Lana has one final thing to say. Also, just pay attention to the TikToks you are watching. Um, we all love a little scroll. I love a big scroll. I got the, you should go to bed's TikTok last night. Um, but people are talking a lot on TikTok from their experience. Just because they have a messy room and ADHD does not mean your messy room means you have ADHD. Wait, so I don't have ADHD? Well, you should go to a doctor. (laughs) I love that. Alana, this was so much fun. And you know what? Like, Dr. Google, thanks for being you. Keep on Googling. And thanks to everyone for tuning in to uh, another episode of Radical Resilience. It's been a slice. You got another little dose of a Kaplan sister sandwich. Remember, it is okay to not be okay. It is okay to Google. You are going to get through the hard times. You're not alone. We are here for you. You have support in us. You are resilient. Thank you. That's a wrap for another episode of Radical Resilience. Do you feel inspired by this episode? You can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player and connect with us to join the conversation at IamResilient.info. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. And you, my friend, are resilient. Radical Resilience is a podcast created by The Resilience Project.